Hello everyone and welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. Here we'll discuss everything related to the wide world of automobiles, including culture, news, games, interviews, and events. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hello everyone and welcome to another show. University students create 600 horsepower hybrid Honda Civic Rallycross car. I, I, you know what? That, that actually brings up an interesting point. Why are we jumping straight into electric rallycross cars, not hybrid one? I'd like to see that. Acura NSX GT3 Evo racer looks even more sinister for 2019. BMW M2 CS reportedly due in 2020, and the next gen M2 to follow one year later. Which basically means, hey, hey, in 2020, don't bother to get the CS. Just wait till 2021 to get the next gen M2. We'll finally get to see the McLaren speed tail before this month is out. McLaren will reveal the design and specifications of its highly anticipated speed tail on October 23rd. Bentley built a restaurant at 6,000 feet above the Parisian Gulf and then promptly closed it. For almost 24k, Carlex will do this to your Volkswagen T6, which you can't see, but basically a body kit and maybe an interesting color scheme. It's gray and yellow. Uh, with ye well, with yellow accents, let me put it that way. Jaguar worked with the visually impaired to add noise to its electric eye pace. I thought that was a regulation that you had to do that now. Track only Porsche 911 GT2 RS is coming to maul its rivals. John Hennessy believes Bugatti is sandbagging the Chiron's top speed. Jaguar could reshuffle range, become an all-EV brand within 10 years, and I severely hope not. Peugeot design boss says autonomous cars can be can have very attractive looks. They can. I think a handful don't at the moment, but production version of Skoda's baby crossover to Bow in Geneva next year. Polestar is opening its first showroom in EV-friendly Norway. Cupra Atika, priced from $35,900 in the UK. Order books now open, which is more or less forty grand in, in the States. Audi starts production of new A1 at Seat's Martorell Mar Mar plant. I think I got that right. Bosch ready to launch an electric van-sharing service. 2019 Ford Fiesta ST-Line Red and Black Editions Proof Stripes go with everything. Diesel sales lose more ground in Europe as market share falls to 36.5%. Third gen Citroen C1 might go down the electric route. John Cena's Ford GT sold once more, this time for 1.32 million. Ford GTC for Luso welcomes Navitech exhaust system and even wilder soundtrack. Porsche's autonomous vehicles to retain pedals and a steering wheel, thank God. New Audi e-tron's all-electric quattro all-wheel drive will let you drift at will. I have to wonder how easy or hard it is to do that, though. Company president says select markets may get a Lexus minivan. Audi plans to launch 11 new and restyled models in 2019. Elon Musk denies report that James Murdoch will replace him as Tesla chairman. Unsurprisingly, the insane Devil 16 has been put on hold, likely for the third time. Want to save on fuel? Buy a new pickup, says the US Department of Energy. I highly, highly, because even despite the fact that how fuel efficient trucks are these days, they're still not more efficient than a comparable CUV or SUV even. China's all new 2019 VW Passat NMS, whatever that is, goes official or becomes official. Toyota recalls the CHR because the rear wheels could fall off. That's unfortunate. Now, is it a hub issue or is it a bolt issue? Ken, Ken blocks the Gymkhana files coming to Amazon Prime. UK drops incentives for plug-in hybrid cars, reduces them for EVs. 20-year-old George Russell earns 2019 Williams Racing F1 seat. Recently revived Borgward needs new investors amidst declining sales. Fiat celebrates autumn with new 500 Collision edition. Max Verstappen and Red Bull go for an adventure in the Rocky Mountains. VW Polo GTI R5 looks 
fast standing still thanks to new livery. Aston Martin to join GTM in 2019 with new Vantage-based racer. Morgan ditches electric three-wheeler plans due to powertrain supplier issues. Ford and DHL's all-electric street scooter could be the future of commercial vans. New BMW 3 Series Touring to premiere at 2019 Geneva Motor Show. 2019 Mazda CX-5 debuts in Japan with CX-9's 2.5-liter turbocharged engine and exclusive mode special edition. Porsche 911 Targa 4 GTS exclusive manufacturer, because it's supposed to be German, I suppose, Edition has a big name and a matching price. Mercedes S-Class confirmed for 2020 with level 3 semi-autonomous driving tech. 2020 Porsche 911 debuts next month. Carrera to have 385 horsepower, while the Carrera S boasts 450 horsepower. U.S. Senator moves to scrap 7,500 federal EV incentive. Tax them more instead. Ring Brothers tees 1972 Chevrolet K5 Blazer Restomod with LS3 V8. These are the states and cities where manual boxes... Manual, manual boxes, manual gearbox cars sell the most. 2020 Porsche 911 GT3 spy with massive rear wing and production bumpers. BMW to gain control of its Chinese venture with brilliance automotive. Alpine A110 named Top Gear's 2018 performance car of the year. 2018 Jeep Wrangler launches in the UK with a $44,495 price tag. That's the equivalent of 58,000, oh, almost 60 grand here. Probably because of taxes and a few other things. Audi takes its face facelifted R8 to the Nürburgring. Mercedes E300E and E300DE FEVs mix electricity with petrol and diesel power. Fiat reportedly ends diesel-powered Panda production, 500 diesel next. Haas F1 team boss accuses Renault of sour grapes syndrome. Ouch. Mercedes S560E FEV launches with 476 horsepower and 31 miles of electric range. That's pathetic. That is absolutely atrocious. Rolls-Royce Cullinan might go hybrid with more power than V12's 563 horsepower. Hydraulic fluidly could make your new Ford GT erupt in flames. New Jaguar F-Type reportedly coming in 2020 with BMW power. Mitsuoka Rockstar is a Mazda MX-5 pretending to be a C3 Corvette. Oh wait, no, a C2 Corvette, my bad. 2020 Round so spied with an evolutionary design. Women-only W Series aims to be the launching pad for the first female F1 champion. Bollinger's new B2 pickup has an electric powertrain with 520 horsepower. Insiders say Toyota will build Lexus vehicles in China. Company dismisses reports. Buick will neither confirm nor deny axing the Cascada from its range. It's funny because I just saw one the other day. And it's it's bad because I saw it and I was like, oh hey, it's an Opal. Oh wait, no, it's a Vauxhall Cascade. I, Buick didn't even come to my mind. Didn't even come to my mind until I realized, oh wait, no, it's a Buick. Because America. Audi faked VINs in South Korea to meet emissions emissions testing shame shame on audi rivology's 1968 ford mustang 2.2 fastback with classic looks and modern gear costs 180,680 dollars what on earth is lexus testing these lfa y buying mules for i have to wonder that myself i'm almost surprised that they even have any lfas left to do this but if it means a modern white body LFA, then I'm all in. BMW Chief says, I don't want to hear that mess anymore about the E46 being the last great 3 Series. I don't know. I kind of agree, but this new 3 Series doesn't seem to be that much of a home run in my eyes. 2019 Chevrolet Silverado gains all new 310 horsepower 2.7 liter turbo 4, replaces the 4.3 liter V6. Lanzanti will build 11 Porsche 930s with real, yes, real Tag F1 turbo engines. 302 horsepower Mercedes C300 DE diesel fed can cover 57 kilometers in EV mode. 
maybe 130 miles. Or, you know, well, yeah, anyway. Volvo and NVIDIA develop, developing AI-based computer for next-gen cars. Self-driving Range Rover Sports, Sport laps Coventry Ring Road incident free. Anyway, I must stop here. I'll see you all after the break. Are you uninsured or underinsured? Can't afford the high premiums of health insurance? Would you like to save money on your out-of-pocket cost for dental and medical bills? If you answered yes to any of these questions, request more information at http colon slash slash www.ownyourhealthcare.com slash alternative dash healthcare dash solutions or call Dr. Taffy at 303-576-0670. Our plans are available in 42 states. We are back. Mini simplifies its domestic lineup under three new trim levels. Thank God. Mini and BMW are pretty bad for their trim levels. They don't, they don't make much sense. Formula One calendar to expand with 2020 Vietnam Grand Prix. Latest Honda upgrade for Toro Rosso could give Red Bull wings. <laughs> anyway, let's get on to some of these other articles for a second. Toyota has issued a recall for the 2019 model year CHRs because there's a chance their rear wheels could fall off. According to the Japanese manufacturer, the issue stems from rear axle hub, so it is hull. Oh wait, rear axle hub bearing bolts, so it might be both, which may not have been properly tightened at the factory. If these bolts come loose as the car is driving, one of the rear wheels could fall off and roll down the road. Toyota fittingly states that losing one of the rear wheels could increase the risk of a crash. I'm sorry, increase the risk of a crash? No, 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 would cause a crash. I don't, I don't think there's any, I'm sorry, to me, it's not a, a matter of whether or not it'll cause a crash, more so when it's going to cause a crash. I think that's a certainty. Anyway, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, or the NHTSA, hasn't received any reports or injuries or accidents caused by the bearing bolts. Toyota will start notifying owners of affected vehicles in early November, but if CHR owners can't wait for that long, they can type in their VIN at Toyota's recall website to see if their CHR will need to go in for repairs. The rear end of each CHR will be inspected by Toyota dealerships, and if the bolts are found to be loose, the axle hub bearing assembly will be replaced. Well, that's that. Now, here's this other one about, you know, which states and cities have the most manual cars, or manual transmission cars. And I wanted to show you guys this because it's interesting. These are the states that where manual cars are the most popular. Number one is New Mexico. It's five point, it's five point sixty five percent of CarMax purchases. Idaho is second with five point twenty nine percent. Rhode Island is third at five point sixteen percent. Fourth is Utah, interestingly, at four point ninety four percent. Fifth is Washington at four point eighty seven percent. Sixth is Oregon at four point eighty one percent. Seventh is New York at four point seventy two percent, which is incredible to me. Eighth is Arizona at 4.57%. Ninth is Nevada at 4.55%. And 10 is Massachusetts at 4.4%. No, at 4.48%. The least popular, number one, is Illinois at 2.04%. The second one is Mississippi. I think this is from, le from least popular to most. So, anyway, second is Mississippi at 2.06%. Third is Louisiana, interestingly, at 2.42%. Fourth is Georgia at 2.71%. Fifth is Alabama at 2.72%. Sixth is New Jersey at 2.86%. Seventh is Indiana with 2.87%. Eighth is Delaware at 2.88%. Ninth is Texas 
at 2.99% and 10th is Wisconsin at 3.02%. Apparently there's no data available for Wyoming and a handful of other states. I like how Colorado didn't make it at all. And, and, and I can tell you this, data not available for Colorado, Colorado didn't even make that. So there's probably data available for it. It's just not you know, at the top of any of these charts. Oh, good. Apparently, here, here's the cities. Okay, finally, when it comes to the cities that have the greatest purchase rate of stick shift cars, the champion is El Paso, Texas. Slightly more than 6% of CarMax customers pick cars with manual transmissions there, with Dothan, Alabama, sorry if I got it wrong, a close second. The city with the smallest share of manual cars? Birmingham, Alabama, with less than 2%. The latter is hard to explain because it enjoys the same weather as Dothan, I guess I got that wrong both times, in the same state, yet the popularity of stick shift cars is much smaller in Birmingham. Uh, that is that is slightly puzzling. Let, let's see what this uh, sour grape syndrome is about. With Renault and Haas engaging in a spirited fight for fourth in the 2018 F1 Constructors Championship, Haas F1 team boss Gunther Steiner feels as though the French outfit is more focused on what everyone else is doing than what than on what they should be doing to get better. The issue is, of course, the fact that Renault protested against Haas after the Italian Grand Prix, due to an alleged illegal floor design, which in turn meant valuable points lost. During an interview with Autosport, when asked about Reynolds' form and whether or not his team smells blood, Steiner had this to say. I just see their performance has gone down. Them's fighting words, fighting words. I don't know what's going on internally. For sure, they dropped their performance and their, en- and their engine they make themselves so they can have n- nobody to blame. You could see that they were a bit desperate when they, got, when they put the protest in against us in Monza. They'll try anything instead of focusing on themselves to get better. With four races still to go, Haas will have plenty of chances to reclaim fourth place in the standings since they now trail Renault by just eight points and tracks such as the U.S., such as the US Mexico, Brazil, and Abu Dhabi will, will greatly favor the American team's Ferrari-powered unit. As for what Renault Managing Director Cyril Abitbull, sorry if I got your last name wrong, thinks about his team's poor run as of late, it seems that he's indirectly placing blame on the, lacks, uh, on the, sorry, on the likes of Mercedes and Ferrari. We see that we are in a very tight midfield with most of the cars around us benefiting and tracking the development of top of the top teams Mercedes and Ferrari, who really are in, in an arms race for the championship, said Cyril. In my opinion, we are almost collateral damage. We are seeing the collateral consequence and collateral effect of Ferrari having had at some point an upper hand on Mercedes and then a very strong rate of development by, by Mercedes to catch up again. Under the current regulations, this is having an effect having a positive effect on all of the other customer teams. So Force India, Haas, and Sauber have gained from that fight between the two. And lastly, the 4GT problem. Owners of the 4GT are a select bunch, as they were selected by the Blue Oval a couple of years ago to spend their hard-earned cash on the new supercar. The thing is, even if only a few hundred units of the Michigan-born and Canada-made supercar have been produced to date, some of them will have to be taken back to the dealer. According to Ford, the recall affects 194 units of the GT in North America. The number includes 176 in the United States and 18 in Canada, which were assembled between December 20th, 2016 and July 30th, 31st, 2018. Once again, that's December 20th, 2016 and July 31st, 2018. All of them are affected by a possible hydraulic fluid leak, which if it comes in contact with the hot exhaust system could result into a fire. In affected vehicles, the hydraulic fluid leak, the hydraulic fluid may leak from valves located underneath the wing block onto the exhaust and may cause a fire, explained by the automaker in the official release. The Blue Oval is aware of one GT that caught fire in Germany, which we covered here at Car Scoops, 
but claims that incident was unrelated to this condition, which to their knowledge hasn't led to any accidents or injuries. The fix is relatively easy, and we'll see technicians updating the software of the fully integrated vehicle controller. This is, this is said to eliminate the possibility of excessive pressure in the, val in the valve block assembly. Cars without a, a hydraulic check valve and, fil and filter will, however, welcome new hardware, if required, along with hydraulic pump rings. Ford hasn't announced when the recall will begin, but owners of the second gen, well, second gen for modern Ford GTs anyway, should hear from the company soon enough. 2019 Isuzu D-Max Fury Limited Edition available for pre-order in the UK. Opal and Vox will drop Cascada, Adam, and Carl slash Viva by 2019. Okay, well that basically means that Buick's likely going to be dropping the Cascada from their line too. That that all that all but almost confirms it. Porsche Panamera 4S straps on tarmac, i.e. black, custom wheels. More than 110th anniversary models unveiled with unique features. VW's upcoming EVs could be priced like diesel variants. 2019 Hyundai Nexo features 380 miles of range and new safety tech, and that mileage is getting with the program. Possible BMW M2 CS slash CSL caught on the ring with aero updates. Opal's working on an updated Insignia, Insignia Sports Tour, Tour for 2020. Hyundai confirms 258 mile range for 2020, sorry, for 2019 Kona Electric, and that's a little bit less impressive, but eh. Regulation changes to allow vehicles without steering wheels on U.S. roads, and that is the biggest mistake I have heard about in the last 10 years in terms of automotive regulations. Carlex's says outlandish 6x6 Mercedes-Benz X-Class is ready for the Mars mission. If it has a gasoline engine that needs to be powered by air, though, then it definitely won't be. 2020 BMW M3 sharpens up as it sheds camo and puts on production lights. Who cares, though, because even that was covered. New Jeep Wranglers being recalled over weak frame welds. 2019 Audi A6 all-road quattro drops more camo as reveal time approaches. Refreshed Fiat 500X on sale in the UK from £16,995. Hyundai updates i40 sedan and wagon with new grille and diesel engine. Peugeot Sports said to be working on a 508R hybrid with over 350 horsepower. Skoda gives its first glimpse at the Rapids replacement. Audi sales plummeted 56% in Europe last month due to the WLTP standards. All right, let's get on to the, the Wrangler recall. FCA is set to issue a recall and stop sale on select 2018 and 2019 Wranglers due to a potentially faulty frame weld. In communication with Wrangler owners, FCA says it has discovered that a weld meant to hold the track bar bracket to the frame could fail. This could result in the bracket separating from the frame and could cause a crash. The car manufacturer reports that the recall includes approximately 18,000 vehicles and that it believes 4%, approximately 720 vehicles, have the issue. Members of the JL Wrangler forums have been discussing and sharing images of the poor weld for a number of months now. Some new Wrangler owners have shared images that show horribly executed welds where huge amounts of silica have risen to the surface of the weld, indicating that the steel area was not adequately cleaned before the weld. What's more, Jalopnik reports that a number of owners have said that certain welds on their frames fail entirely, most certainly at the track bar mount. Mount. FCA has yet to say how it will remedy the issue. Anyway, I must stop here. I'll see you all after the break. Are you uninsured or underinsured? Can't afford the high premiums of health insurance? Would you like to save money on your out-of-pocket cost for dental and medical bills? If you answered yes to any of these questions, request more information at http colon slash slash www.ownyourhealthcare.com slash alternative dash healthcare dash solutions or call Dr. Taffy at 303 dash 
576-0670. Our plans are available in 42 states. Alrighty, we're back for the final time. European Parliament votes for 40% reduction in vehicle CO2 emissions by 2030. 2019 Nissan Tsushi gets new turbo petrol units, DCT box, and infotainment system. Tesla Model S driver ignores autopilot warning. Rear ends a Nissan SUV. Come on, dude. Are you serious? Volkswagen Golf Mark 8 just doesn't look right with an RT on face. It doesn't. It doesn't even look right because most, I think, of the VWs have a similar face and it doesn't even look right with the RT on face. Definitely not. Could VW maybe make their design language work for the Mark 8 Golf? Perhaps. Good grief. BMW has nicknamed the next M2 Drift Machine. That's a... <laughs> That's a little concerning. <laughs> Uh, I suppose they're definitely having fun making it, that's for sure. Faraday Futures money woes return as company is fighting its key investor. Nissan's electric crossover rumored to have 220-mile range and $45,000 price tag. Jeep Renegade Feb officially confirmed for 2020 launch. BW's best-selling models are now WLTP compliant in Europe. Toyota starts taking $1,000 euro deposits for 2019, or maybe it's 1,000 pound deposits for 2019 Supra. In UK, no, no pre-orders for the USA. Peugeot E-Legend could be built if there's enough demand. Probably wouldn't look as good though, and that, that's a shame. Land Rover out hooning facelifted Discovery Sport on the Nürburgring. They said on the track. Oh wait, maybe it's not the Nürburgring. Whatever. Apollo says the 2.71 million IE hypercar has sold out. Mercedes AMG says V12 will be axed while V8 soldiers on. Tesla software version 9.0 brings usability and safety updates. Subaru recalls over 27,000 legacy and Outback models over faulty electric parking brakes. Unfortunately, the Bondurant High Performance Driving School goes bankrupt. Says it will return though. Volkswagen T-Cross subcompact SUV completes final testing in Brazil. Let's get on to the Subaru recall. Subaru is recalling certain manual transmission 2010 to 2014 Legacy and Outback. I didn't even know they made a manual Outback, but anyway. 2010 to 2014 Legacy and Outback models in the U.S. due to a potentially faulty electronic parking brake. The total number of vehicles being called back is 27,175, of which 7,994 are Legacy sedans and 19,181 are Outback crossovers, reports Automotive News. The issue, based on a recent safety recall reported re report posted on the NHTSA's website, is with multiple par electronic parking brake components which may crack over time. These components are a capacitator on the circuit board and the actuator stroke sensor magnet ring, located in the control unit of the electronic parking brake. If either of these two develops a crack, the brake telltale warning lamp will illuminate and, uh, and the electronic parking brake may not work as intended. So the transmission shift lever is not in the recommended gear when the vehicle is parked and the EPB, electronic parking brake, does not engage, the vehicle may roll away, increasing the risk of a crash. As for why this potential fault could exist to begin with, according to a report, it's because of an improper manufacturing process. Owners of the two specified models will be notified beginning of November 7th, and super dealers will replace the EPB actuator assembly free of charge. Free of charge. According to a Subaru spokesman, no injuries are known to have resulted because of this potential issue. Also, no models with the automatic transmission were included in this recall. Now, unfortunately, I must stop here because I have caught up to last week's news already. I'll see you all soon. Thanks for listening. You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars, if I'm being honest. 
If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cody Carr, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.